All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Holy forking shirt. Shirt. <laughs> Where the duck do we begin? <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> what a week. Welcome back to Petals and Thorns. I'm X. And I'm O. And, uh, wow. We are recording this, like, what? An hour, less than an hour before. <laughs> oh, God. Really? <laughs> before, oh, wow. after the yeah. final, re- I mean, uh, before Women Tell Women All, all. Yeah. Um, airs because, uh, because life, um, <laughs> we had a, life finds a way. We had quite the week with work, so it was hard yeah. to actually make it happen this past week um, and conflicting schedules and just exhaustion and also depression. Um, but you know, (laughs) we're not here for that. So (laughs) they don't care. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, but in a way, wow, so much happened in Bachelor Nation this week. Sure did. And so like whenever a day would pass and something happened, I'm like, oh, well, I've you know, if we're able to do this on whatever day, then we'll have this to talk about since we're already late and mm-hmm. then that couldn't happen. And then and now, et cetera, et cetera, that repeated itself. And so now we find us, ourselves Monday evening and there's too much to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking, uh, you know what? It's if we miss the week and, you know, it is what it is, but every week something happens then then you're like okay i guess we have to um, yeah talk now because i mean the episode itself you know we'll get into it a little bit it's it was a hometown episode it was it's fairly status quo you know it was it was boring compared at least you know what it was boring compared to it was it was underwhelming it was disappointing and compared to irl What's happening in real life outside of <laughs> yeah. uh, the show, <laughs> like adjacent to the show, but outside of the show. Yeah. It's boring compared to that. Yeah. The, 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 the Bachelor on screen is um, wildly uninteresting compared to the Bachelor off screen right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, though, in a way that everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's not for good it. reasons. It's not for good reasons. Although I hope that in the long run it all you know pays off and we're a better world and society for it (laughs) but time will tell um okay where do we begin let's start with the most recent news yeah because it's fresh in our minds um and that is about taylor nolan and her highly 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 problematic, to say the least, insensitive, offensive, derogatory, inflammatory tweets yeah. <laughs> from from a long time ago, but still. Mm-hmm. They're from most, I saw, I don't even know that I saw all of them. Um, the, I, I started looking at them and I kind of just, just ran out of uh, bandwidth yeah. for it. Because yeah. like, there's, there's a lot, just yeah. a lot. And a, a lot, lot of it is... Um, well, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit, but you know, it's a lot of racism, a lot of there is a lot of racism. Uh, racially insensitive at best mm-hmm. um, statements and, and and tweets and, mm-hmm. and Instagram posts and all that. But yeah, it it, it runs the whole spectrum of hurtful, <laughs> insensitive uh, things you could say or do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
borderline hateful. Yeah. Not yeah. straight up hateful. And um definitely hurtful though. And uh yeah, I didn't even see the Instagram, but um I yeah, it's it's just it is a lot. Um if you don't know, Taylor Nolan was on Nick Vial's season of The Bachelor. She was the main um uh contestant that had issue with Corinne who was the seasoned villain but not to be confused with the type of villain we're dealing with today like Victoria um just this this Corinne she has her flaws of course but uh but she was funny honestly the type of villain she was was kind of harmless she kept to herself she liked to take naps she admitted (laughs) that she had a nanny as a full-blown adult you know, she didn't like open up about this. She just mentioned how she loves her nanny's mac and cheese or something like that. And then everyone started making fun of her for having a nanny and saying how she can't possibly be ready for marriage if she has a nanny. And then she would, you know, skip out of um, uh, rose ceremonies or whatever to take a nap, stuff like that. Like it was kind of hilarious. I, I see nothing wrong. I mean, it. she wasn't, again, I don't remember her hurting anyone, at least from the viewer's perspective. Yeah. Um, but uh, Taylor was one of the ones who took most issue with her. And she was a, I don't remember if she was still in school. I think she might have still been in grad school at the time for psychology. And so the famous emotional intelligence line comes up she's she it sounds familiar because um bennett mm-hmm. talk, brought up emotional intelligence and in season yeah um but the, uh, the first time most of us heard about emotional intelligence not that i had never thought of the term before but it actually being a thing was when taylor was on next season and, and schooled try or tried to school corinne on emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and so uh Long story short, fast forward, um, you know, we've all moved on from that season. We've had many seasons since. And she has a podcast. Um, she, I don't know too much, but I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure she still does um, psychology work. I, I, I guess. I think she's a counselor, a therapist, well, psychologist, yeah, whatever. At, at different times, she was um, for um, suicide prevention counseling yeah. and um also um counseling uh sexual abuse uh victims yes um but that we'll get back to that in a mm-hmm. second because there's more to that yeah um but um as far as what she does now you know i do know she just started an only fans and she's you know trying to be very sex positive or not just sex positive but i guess getting into sex work herself um sure yeah so anyway i know because i i heard part of or most of an episode with reality steve that she was on that he interviewed her yeah yeah so um anyway so this is taylor nolan she has been very vocal yeah recently with the whole um chris harrison rachel Lindsay interview rachel kirkconnell and her um you know past racism past um racist actions and and um uh what's the word for um attendance Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically racial racial uh racist party attendance stuff like that (laughs) anyway 
Um, so everything that's been out or, or surrounding that and probably much more. She has been um, a very vocal member in the fight against racism and um, the fight for diversity on the show yeah. and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> these tweets from 2011-2012, um, especially considering how uh, critical she is of other people's past actions and their apologies, mm. she's coming off quite hypocritical. Very, very. Yeah, and it's... Um, <laughs> I just pulled up on from the subreddit... Um, the list so far of um all the tweets and instagram posts and i'm seeing that they go as far back as about 2011 and they go as late as 2014 oh yeah so it's it, it keeps going it, it's it keeps going it's gonna keep going i don't know what uh year it was that she was on the bachelor but um you could you could after. you could say that all throughout her college time mm-hmm. this is this has been um stuff that she has said stuff that she has thought maybe she thought it was jokes uh they're not funny <laughs> they weren't funny in 2012 2013 2014 you know you, you try to be edgy and whatever you want to call it or I don't know. It's just, it's it's bad. It's bad. I I pulled up the page and I just started scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and it just keeps oh my going. God. It's bad. Is, no, it's really bad. Did you say this is on Reddit? It's on Reddit. There's a whole mega thread um, discussion, the uh, discussion posts, but um, there's also a bunch of links to all kinds of tweets and posts and all that. But there is a comprehensive link. There's one link everything all the social media posts that have been um surfaced you know oh my god and it just it just keeps going it's ridiculous yeah it's bad it's really bad it's bad and it's you know we'll dissect it a little bit more but it's just like you said like the the short of it is is um hypocritical it's hypocritical um the energy that she had for uh racial for chris for hannah hannah brown last year even uh, demi burnett even demi yeah uh you know that energy she's suddenly finding herself having that energy uh reflected back at her uh-huh. she does not like it <laughs> yeah so. she's claiming that she knew about these tweets and left them up on purpose because it's part of her journey yeah to document my journey but I don't know. If that were true, then why a couple things? Why wouldn't you have brought it up sooner? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have brought it up yourself instead of waiting for someone else to call you out on it? Yeah. And why aren't you framing your apology, which um if you haven't seen she you can find it on social media. She um posted an IGTV of her basically it's a reaction and she admits later it, yes. that was a reaction yes, not yes, an yes. apology because mm-hmm. She does apologize in it, but it's not really overall an apology. No. It's more of an explanation of her, um, of how she used to be and how she grew up and, and how white supremacy 
you know, it consumes us all. And, um, <laughs> I have so many problems with her um, reaction, I guess we're yeah. calling it. But I mean, she called it a reaction. Yeah. I have so many problems with it because she, yeah, she tries to frame it with this lens of like, you know, white supremacy dominates the way we see the world mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. But she's not wrong. She's entirely well she's she's not wrong that white supremacy runs the world but it doesn't inform how every single person sees and behaves yeah it, it, that's just simply not true yes correct um and she also does this thing of um kind of deflecting mm -hmm. a lot of the energy and and saying like oh but you know like i i kept this up because it's my truth and i want the journey to be a part of my conversation and yet like like you said like why when she decided to go ham on chris harrison and then rachel you know mm -hmm. uh the past month or so why does she not frame it with this you know narrative of like hey i the reason i'm this angry is because i recognize myself in this ignorance mm -hmm. yeah and um and and if you want context then there is I'm sure you're going to find a lot of very problematic stuff from she kept she kept saying like a decade ago. No, we're talking 2011 to uh, 2014, at least 2011 is still we just started 2021. That is still not a decade. It's it's almost a decade. But there if there's stuff that is that she posted in that she tweeted in 2014, mm -hmm. then, yeah. you know, that's and not. I'm, and and I'm she sure actually, more is going to come out. I'm sure I believe it. Um, she actually, uh, Nick Vial was announced as the next bachelor in August, 2016. So sometime end of 2016, beginning of, um, of uh, 2017, 2017 is when yeah. she was on the show. Yeah. So that's only a few years before she went on the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. And know. I don't know if she got her degree. I, I'm not, I, I, I simply don't know, uh, what her credentials might be. I know that. We know that she went to to school for um i think it was psychology psychology yeah. yeah so it's it's an interesting uh duality in this person someone who uh is you know i guess certified to be a suicide prevention counselor mm -hmm. and um someone who serves as counselor to sexual abuse victims someone who the past month or two but especially the past year has been someone who has been so aggressively almost militant in her call out mm -hmm. of uh, the racial disparity of the show, which is obviously a thing that we've been talking about endlessly because it is a true thing. But now it stinks of of deflection. It stinks of 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 hypocrisy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, specifically, did, did I? I'm not sure if I caught you saying it, but did um, you mention how, um, okay, so she she worked for Suicide Hotline, right? Mm, uh, Around the time, that extent, yeah. something like that. She was some kind of uh, counselor. Mm -hmm. She was certified yeah. to be a counselor around suicide prevention. Yeah. Around the time, the same year that she posted certain tweets yeah. that she i don't i don't even know that i feel comfortable no i mean that they're alluded to um you know self-harm yes 
and and how like a treatment for something would be to yeah like if i take part in so, that. so it was a response to someone talking about like if i gave you a person personality diagnosis blah 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 and then she responds treatment mm-hmm. blah right so you know there's so <laughs> there's so many layers to this um because it's not even about looking at because clearly it seems to be that she's not the person now that she was then. At least we would hope because, uh, you know, she's, yeah. she loves to say, I'm doing the work. I've done the work. I'm doing the work. I'm in that journey. Mm-hmm. She repeats that a lot. But, but yes, she has been very actively active and vocal against, well, I don't know how active, but definitely vocal against, um, racism and 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 insensitive comments and whatnot but back then she was supposed to be a professional and she was learning in college Mm -hmm. about psychology about you know mental health and suicide prevention and yet she was saying these things at that time yeah it's one thing to be ignorant about certain things about it's one thing to be ignorant about uh racism for example Mm -hmm. especially if you grow up in a an environment like rachel kirkconnell um growing up in forsyth county georgia right uh with a very racist history you know it's one thing to be ignorant on certain things it's another to be actually educated Mm -hmm. literally educated and saying insensitive things about that topic it's just, it's kind of mind-blowing. I mean, the things she said were just really, really, really bad. It, they were, yeah. Like, if, listen, uh, hurtful, uh, racist, uh, misogynist, you know, um, queerphobic. Like, there's, there's a whole spectrum of hateful shit, you can say. And she covered a lot of it, which is yeah. wild to me. Like... Um, it, it's wild to me because it's, it speaks to someone who, you know, maybe has some insecurities and she tries to be edgy to deflect some of that insecurity back in the day and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But, um, the fact that, you know, right now her apology, her reaction, which she did then post a written, another written statement where she addressed, uh, other communities specifically. But like, if you just go off of her video she seems to take this stance of you know i'm sorry to the bipoc community and almost as if that is the one community she cares about keeping you know Mm -hmm, yeah almost as if like she understands that embracing your blackness today is more accepted than it was back in the day yeah and almost like she's saying um you know but 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 you you're gonna hold me down right like she's not apologizing to the asian community to the trans community to you know people that have trouble with their weight you know she later did in a small she later statement. does yeah but, but in this statement it, it might m- my thing is like there's one you know you can argue that a reaction is not an apology but it is a truer statement it is Very a more true. honest yeah. statement because yeah. it's the raw thoughts and I just want to pause for a second to say that I just have this page loaded with all the tweets, all the posts. 
it's been refreshing there's about five or six more oh my goodness it just keeps refreshing and more rooms show up i'm like oh my god so there there's dozens it's gonna be hundreds of inflammatory tweets and posts that will come out that will that are uh, racist towards several communities that is that are you know uh transphobic and queerphobic and i'm i'm just i keep seeing it and it's wild oh my god i just can't it just it's it's hypocritical it's one thing but it's also sorry just to go back to my point is her stance of yeah but look at me i'm doing the work Mm -hmm. like yeah i said some insensitive stuff but but i'm i'm donating to this cause and i'm you know advocating for this other cause and blah 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 and it's it's a little bit too much of like um you know why are you mad at me i'm doing more work than you are yeah yeah no very she actually kind of straight up said that she said (laughs) don't get it twisted you can't compare me to rachel kirkconnell and uh hannah brown and demi burnett no you're right there's no comparison (laughs) yeah actually the stuff she said is arguably worse than what they did in this in a way um but you know she's straight up said the difference between me and them is that i've been doing the work i've been improving on these things and yeah okay to an extent yes but you're still not taking accountability for those tweets yeah and it's just there's just something off something shady about the whole shady about the whole thing yeah and it's 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 absurd that she's uh she tries to frame it now as if like oh i left it there on purpose yeah i don't to think document that's true. my journey it's like bullshit yeah. like you got found mm-hmm. and now you don't know how to frame it because if, if that were the case then she would have had a clear narrative prepped up or already out there of hey i already i know i said some hateful shit and um i've you know over the past five or six years because she can't say 10 years that is no no the first one's found or almost 10 years that is not flying anywhere but if she can say like you know over the past five six years i've you know i've had a deep examination of myself Mm -hmm. and she can even say like ever since going on the show i it really opened my eyes to my blackness and 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 my status as a black woman in this world and Mm -hmm. that that could have been there but she doesn't have that she's just saying like oh this is just a trolling by the white supremacist white supremacist fan base uh the the racist fan base that that the bachelor has that she straight up says like oh this is it's a targeted attack by the racist fan base that this show has how how are you gonna twist hundreds of tweets again like no no yeah you you're Exactly. You're right about the fact that she can't, she shouldn't be twisting this, turning this on, on like the, sh- the focus shouldn't be on, oh, look who did this. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the focus should be on, on what she said and yeah. what she's going to do about it. Yeah. But, um, I will say though that I, I am, I can, under, I can imagine that, um, whoever, took time out of their day to find these tweets to yeah. search it up and yeah. and look for them were people doing it in bad faith to bring her down because for whatever reason whether yeah. they're 
whether they're racist and they're not happy with all the work she's doing mm-hmm. or they just don't like her, they're out to get her, whatever it might be. Like someone yeah. went out of their way to search for these things. Well, but yeah. she shouldn't be the one, you know, saying like, oh, you know, it's just trolls and da da da. And she's, she, like you said, she's right. deflecting. Right. And, and I mean, we, you know, we've seen this uh, type of behavior. I mean, what I want to say is that I'm sure that some of it, probably a lot of it, is by bad faith actors. Yeah. There's a lot of that out there. But and she's I, still the one who did it. And I, yeah, but my whole thing is like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter who it was. Um, yeah. A few years ago, uh, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn, had some tweets surface of some really in poor taste jokes that uh alluded to uh necrophilia and and pedophilia and they were pretty terrible objectively unfunny jokes they were however jokes they were satire you know uh but a bunch of conservative you know right-wing types find this build up this whole stink to the point that disney ends up firing him Mm-hmm. from the movies mm-hmm. uh, and uh, eventually you know disney does this whole investigation thing for a couple of years lets the hype die down and sure enough eventually what we all knew which is like yo there were jokes it was satire they were funny they were unfunny i mean they were unfunny they were unfunny then they are unfunny now but they were jokes they're not the mindset they're, we don't have a pedophile yeah on the disney payroll and sure enough they found that it was uh that it was bs and he got reinstated back Mm -hmm. not worth firing over or well he was fired he got rehired well yeah i mean that's what i mean but but in the uh, not worth not rehiring i guess yeah it's like no this is not the this is not a hateful person this is a failed comedian from 10 you know from literally 13 years ago okay you know just tweets 13 years ago for a little bit and then he went on to have a really successful really progressive career in hollywood and the bad faith actors are out there and they do stuff like this this is not a case of bad faith actors uncovering you know bad tweets that once no that someone made once no this is a whole trajectory years long of hateful uh statements yeah yeah Eesh. um i imagine more on this later <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah. what else to say about it right now no because... i mean uh, the, the only thing to say in my case is influencers are not experts they are not thought leaders and they should not be mistaken for such true um influencers influence and they are platforms and and they are big voices that are good to have but Mm -hmm. you you should not stake your education and your thoughts on these people uh taylor nolan is an influencer as is most people that come out of the bachelor these days and she was using her voice for the right cause but she was in a glass house you know, she was fully exposed. And now we kind of see, hey, maybe we shouldn't, uh, you know, dump all of our wokeness on mm-hmm. p- 
people like 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 Taylor. Fully follow someone and think yeah, they're perfect. There, there are resources out there to educate yourself. Yeah. It is not going to be a Taylor Nolan. Right. You know? But the scary thing, though, is that she's not just an influencer. She's supposed to also be a psychology professional. That is very disturbing. I don't know her actual title, you know, if she's psychologist or what what specific um field or topic in psychology she is but yeah. the point is that she's she's supposed to be a psychology professional of some sort yeah and so you would think that that she has some credibility and certain and even so, even the stuff like the only stuff like there are tweets that are just very dismissive towards the sex working uh sex workers you know that there's anything that she might be an advocate for you know for the most part She's had some hateful shit about in the past. Yeah. So it's it's just it's just um disappointing. It is very yeah. But again, <laughs> I mean, influencers influence. They are not thought leaders, and I you you should never mistake them for one. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know what's a. It was. I don't know what to think now because she. I, f- I f- on one hand, I want to, I want to believe the fact that how she says, you know, I'm not that person anymore. I've, I've, I yeah. realized all those things I said and how bad they were and, um, how messed up they were. And, and they're part of the reason that I've, I've learned that I've taken this journey, <laughs> you know, and I've learned whatever I've learned up until now. And I'm advocating against all of that. But on the other hand, I don't know the way, <sighs> the way she reacted and it just i don't know yeah it's just listen the energy that she had for the for uh, the chris harrisons of the world for the racials of the world she's gonna get right back at her and uh you know just the louder you talk the louder it's gonna come back at you that's just how that goes so it's gonna be um you know some uh, you know I, at the end of the day i do feel bad for her you yeah. know I, I do feel terrible that this is the position that she is in, but she did, you know, arm herself with a loud voice and, and a pretty sharp sword. Yeah. In this conversation. And the whole time she was in a glass house, you know, she was, you know, she was going to get, uh, get the same energy thrown back at her mm-hmm. with receipts. Like you said, she should have, um, when all this started with Rachel Kirkconnell and the Chris Harrison interview, she should have, and you would, th- okay, so this is, this is my issue. We, we would think, you know, knowing what we know now that she would treat those situations and treat say Rachel Connell or Chris Harrison or whoever else mm-hmm. with a little more compassion yeah. in her criticism. Like, yeah. yes, hold them accountable and, yeah. and say that they need to be and say that they need to be held accountable and say why everything they said was wrong, but also maybe take that moment to say, I, you know, I've been there. I know I've, I've been stupid or I've been ignorant or I've been, I've had hate in my heart before. And I've said things that I shouldn't have said, um, for these reasons and blah, 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 and say how you grew from it. But she, I don't think she ever talked about any of that. Not as far as I've, (laughs) I've been following her a little more recently because of all this, but you know, I never heard her talk about her own growth. Yeah. I I think 
even like going into the conversation if you dive deep into like twitter or reddit you would have seen people saying like oh no she's talked about this but no like at all i see is people saying like you know you built yourself up to be this you know voice of a generation and now look at where you are yeah never and can you know nobody's perfect we've all said things that now we'd be embarrassed to nobody's perfect (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know uh, we've all done and said things so it's not about that it's not that you should have a perfect past it's that you should you know be able to if you're gonna put yourself in this position where you're um criticizing other people and their actions and apologies then you should you know be a little more transparent about where you come from and 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 mistakes you've made and you know and then also i expected more from her apology based on how critical she is of other people's apologies yeah yeah it's just yeah i think that's what it comes down to is just if she had that energy she should be prepared to get it right back and she shouldn't be deflecting saying like oh i'm doing the work you're not doing the work i'm doing the work i'm better than you you know it's like oh and and, you know back in the day i i uh deny my blackness because you know i was half white and i fit in in that circle and now i embrace my blackness ah it just sounds like you're race hopping sorry yeah it just sounds to me like you're weaponizing your uh biracial uh makeup you know yeah, that's that's a good um, perspective or or point. Like, I I wouldn't. I'm not biracial, so I wouldn't be able to. Um, it's not my place to say anything. Yeah. Uh, I I I can only imagine how difficult it is to um, come to terms with your identity or be yeah. sure of your identity when you're biracial. Yeah. Um, psh, I've had identity crises of my own that mm-hmm. are way less. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah. but yeah this is uh yeah right now it, it i don't just, know it just stinks of a grift now. it does though it does you know and i feel terrible because it sets the conversation back so much that's that's what yeah. bugs me about the whole thing she was such a loud voice in this yeah. whole conversation it's and, tainted now and you're kind of hoping okay cool like this this might work you mm-hmm. know you know she's black she's attractive she's aggressive so people people like a pretty face people like an aggressive voice people get it easily entertained on instagram and now you have this very loud voice you know kind of being backwards on her views just a few years ago and it sets the whole conversation back yeah unfortunately it's it's a damn shame you know chris harrison is loving this (laughs) That's, that's, that's the last thing i'm gonna say oh lord well okay so this came on the heels of Rachel Lindsay deactivating her Instagram mm-hmm. and there being a whole movement on Instagram on social media saying I stand with Rachel Lindsay yeah. supporting her because it doesn't seem like ABC is supporting her or the franchises so the rest of us feel the need to um back her up and yeah. and you know let her know hey we're here for you we've got your back the community stands with the community her, stand- is, yeah which is where the power is yeah yeah so um but yeah she you know she she works hard in general she works too hard for the bachelor franchise Mm -hmm. and without really again getting their support or getting much in return yeah no she gets no uh no shield no 
you know. And um and you know, and but it seems to me that she knows how to protect her peace in her words because she actually yeah, um, absolutely posted something not that long ago saying that she's protecting her peace. But um yeah, so I hope she is uh, clearly by deactivating her Instagram, that's a step in protecting your peace and your well, mental yeah. health. It, so. And it makes sense because the past week, the conversation was who's going to replace Chris Harrison, right? Mm-hmm. On the, um, after the final roast, because mm-hmm. he's not hosting. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, everyone, a lot of people were saying Rachel wants this job. Me included. I, oh, wants this job? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's what I'm like, yeah. no, the conversation started turning into, yeah. oh, that's what she wanted all along. Right, right. Chris's job. Which sucks. Which. Because she yeah. would be perfect for the job i what i meant to say was i wanted her for the job i yeah but not under these circumstances and i knew she wouldn't want not the narrative of like oh she you know she uh she let chris self-destruct so she could step in and take his job yeah no no that is not how this works no does she take a step back and let him do the digging himself yeah that's she never all she saw did. this coming though no, no one saw this coming no. he was previously so professional and politically correct yeah. and stuff you but know I mean, like Rachel as did far say, as i saw she did say it's like i'm not surprised at what he said i'm surprised that he said it's it out public. loud yeah know, in public yeah <laughs> so so she probably was very much surprised and never expected this to happen mm-hmm. for even more reason than us she knew she knows him personally she yeah. knows his views mm-hmm but he's never said that he had never previously said them yeah. on television yeah. or in an interview. So she could have never seen this coming. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's just a shame that people have har- harassed her so much. I mean, they've been harassing her since she yeah. was the bachelorette or mm-hmm. probably even on the bachelor. But, um, she was also on Nick Vile season actually. Yeah. And then she yeah. became the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, She's gotten way too much harassment, um, racist comments, just bullying is really, she's gotten bullied, but that's so yeah, bullying is not the word for <laughs> compared this. to what she's gotten overall bullying. You're mean to someone. No one's yeah. being mean to her. They're being They're hateful. straight up harassing her. They're yeah. harassing her on the mm-hmm. daily. That's yeah. different. That is not, you're not being a little mean. No, like, you're being it is bullying but it's beyond bullying so it's just it sounds like bullying is childish bullying is me calling you ugly because you're a girl you have cooties that that's bullying (laughs) bullying is more than that but in this case the woke (laughs) the woke police is out of control bullying in this case undermines what she's really having to deal with I agree. so um you know I, by the way, I, I, I saw a lot of people, it makes, makes me wonder, I, I wasn't on social media. I, I couldn't possibly see everybody's stories or posts. It's oh God, just no. too much. Yeah. Um, but what I did see, you know, I thought, huh, I, I know a lot of people mean this and they're, they are supportive of Rachel, but I wonder how many people are posting their stories and posts in support of Rachel now just so that they can uh, not be called out for being silent. <laughs> yeah. It's like bare minimum check. <laughs> no, but like also people doing more than the bare minimum because recently oh. people have been called out for doing the I bare mean, minimum. Listen, I would hope so. 
the best thing that could come out of this is everyone steps their game up. Yeah. Every single person steps their game up. It's like I said, like, you know, we've talked about this. It's going to be a long conversation, a long battle, but it's all, it's all, it all should be in the service of a better, more inclusive, more outspoken, uh, bachelor alumni and 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 fan base yeah i can i can on one hand i can understand how people who go on this show especially once they realize that they could you know make a living as an influencer and whatnot they go on the show not planning or wanting or expecting to be um, the voice of anything, you know, of, yeah, uh, any yeah. kind of activist or anything. And so now with, there's so much going on all the time. I can yeah. see how it's exhausting and how you want nothing to do with any of it. If you feel it has nothing to do with you, but at the same time, yeah, that's what comes with, with yeah. having a big platform and all these followers is that you should speak up for what's right that should be and a against what's wrong and moving forward and that's exactly what i was getting at so i was thinking that moving forward when the cast is selected mm-hmm. that should be part of their um interview and audition and part of the their recruiting yeah they should look for people who show that they actually would want to um make good use of their platform yeah you know not just hire people with pretty pictures on their instagram who look like models Mm -hmm. um and mind you they don't have all they don't all have to be like this militant woke person but they have there should be evidence that they're using their platform for good whether that's charity work whether that's just advocating for you know specific causes like it doesn't all have to be about black lives matter it could also just be about like right now we have a huge awareness of uh anti-asian mm-hmm. sentiments and, yeah. and violence against uh, the asian asian american community yeah you know it, it could be about you know uh maybe they're a foster mom to be you know that there's a lot of these very specific causes that all could use some more highlighting you know, like they don't all have to be Taylor or or Rachel Lindsay being like, yo, the bachelor is racist. It it doesn't all have to be that. But yeah. you can't just be the same vapid celebrity that comes in and then starts uh, you know, uh promoting fit tea. Products, yeah. I know. Yep. We're 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 past that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least moving forward, because you can't change who's already been on the Bachelor franchise. But at least moving forward, you got to, mm-hmm. you know, get people who will use their platform for good. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So earlier in the week, I don't even know. When, I don't This has been such a long week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At some point since our last episode, um, Rachel Kirkconnell posted an IGTV um, video. She mm-hmm. posted on, on Instagram a video kind of like another apology um or update if you will yeah um yeah i saw it when i saw it. i haven't watched it again but yeah. i remember thinking she should have done this so long ago about two months ago <laughs> because when <laughs> she put out her statement i also thought okay the statement's good for for an apology it's fine it's a good apology sure. it's but yeah. it's way too late one yeah even that was way too late and mm-hmm. that was earlier than this uh, it was way too late, one, and two, 
it's just words. It's just text. It's not even words that you speak. Yeah. It's text. Mm-hmm. I want to see your face. Yep. I want to see, um, you know, I want to hear your tone, mm-hmm. which is another is an issue. That's something I forgot to mention specifically about Taylor's uh, video. Her yeah. tone is it's very just defensive. Yeah. yeah. So I want to see, I want to hear your words. I want to see your face. I want to hear your tone. And Rachel Kirkconnell's video was kind of again and in, in uh, not my apology to accept mm-hmm. because i'm not part of the community that she offended but but i'm offended for them so you know because i i'm definitely obviously stand against racism um so and ignorance because these days we need to educate ourselves yeah. you know because we all come from ignorance one way or another yeah um but from you know i i mean critiquing it in my opinion not that it matters, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what I would have hoped for um, in the sense of like, she was just very apologetic mm-hmm. and she said what she's doing to uh, improve and learn. She told the people defending her to stop. She said, if you don't understand why what I did was wrong, yeah, then read this, see this, do that. You know, like she directed them to anti-racism resources. Solid. Mm-hmm. It's solid. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was very okay with it. Yeah. You know, again, way too late. Mm-hmm. I wish she had put out this video for her sake. Yeah. I wish she had put out this video when all this surfaced, you know, um, her mom, oh, I also her mom was uh, put out an interview or some kind of video or something. I don't remember. It was it the son or I don't remember who it was. Someone put out um, a little video where she was defending her daughter and um, saying how, you know, this is it goes exactly against what she's you know, ever since the Black Lives Matter movement. She's been you know, advocating for black lives matter. And she, you know, and I don't not believe that I'm, I'm sure it's entirely possible. There's so many people who in 2020 woke up Yeah. all of a sudden, you know, they, they didn't real, they hadn't previously realized how serious racism in our country was. They hadn't, they hadn't realized the gravity of these unarmed black men being murdered by cops. Like they, they would hear, Oh, well, you know, they did this or they did did that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And and they probably just brush it off and moved on. But then in 2020, we're all, you know, in our homes, a lot of people were not working or whatever. Maybe that's what it took for people to wake up and, and really grasp and understand what was going on. Um, and so I can imagine how that's what happened with her. And last year she, you know, decided, you know, if they're really good people, I can only speak for, not I can speak for Rachel, but if speaking about Rachel, let's say if she's really a good person with a good heart, then, you know, I can see how she grew up ignorant, but she's, she's learning everything that's happening in 2020. And she's like, Oh no, this is terrible. I want to support. I'm on this side. I want to be on the right side of things and support black lives matter. But all of this that already happened already happened. Mm -hmm. And so when it came out, she needed to have addressed it right away. It it should have been right away. It should have been right away. Um, you know, I'll take 
late. It's unfortunate, but yeah. the benefit to that is that all eyes are on her. You know, all eyes in Bachelor Nation are on her mm-hmm. for, you know, to see what her next move is. Mm-hmm. And she would have just as easily kept it quiet. And, you know, she did take the step. You know, the text statement was whack. We we, we talked about this. But her actually doing a you know bit of a video statement, actually posting resources, actually directing people in the right places. And it just came too late. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because you know what also came too late? The executive producers put out a statement an hour ago. Re- really? An hour an ago. An hour ago? You want me to read it for oh you? Oh my God. Yes, please. They they posted on, posted this on the Bachelor Nation Instagram. On the Instagram? Page. Okay. Yeah. As executive producers of the Bachelor franchise, we would like to make it perfectly clear that any harassment directed towards Rachel Lindsay in the name of in the aftermath of her interview with Chris Harrison is completely inexcusable. Rachel has received an unimaginable amount of hate and has been subjected to severe online bullying, which more often <laughs> than not has been rooted in racism. That is totally unacceptable. Rachel has been an incredible advocate advocate for our cast and we are grateful that she has worked tirelessly towards racial equity and inclusion signed uh, the executive producers such a nebulous way to <laughs> to uh put no, a statement no personal names who are or... you the executive producers <laughs> this is so weird um but yeah i mean it's about damn time but it's, it, it's but again it's just one of those things it's just where were you two weeks ago three weeks ago when this whole thing was starting to bubble up yeah you know yeah and now it's almost too little too late i feel like if they had put this out right away okay fine but now i need more from them i not me but i feel like they should you know i feel like they should do more now now push put out some actions to back up these words right here uh, yeah yeah and i and i wonder about the timing of it because it co- it's coming you know it came minutes be- oh an hour before an, the an air. hour before the new episode airs which is the woman tell all with uh chris harrison he he is hosting the woman tell all so we'll mm-hmm. see him on screen at least you know for the next couple of weeks until the after the final rose on the 15th um it's just uh, i just i hate the timing of this all because yeah. it's it's also coming uh what a day or two after they announce who will be hosting the after the final rose yes which we'll get to that because i want to end on a good note and that's my favorite news yeah, absolutely um you know so i just i wonder about the timing of it yeah. I, I i wonder if if they approach racial Lindsay to host the after the final rose and she they, d- they said they did she declined oh yeah but that's but that's my thing like it, it's just i'm still like thinking about the timing of this mm-hmm. she deactivated her account when friday yeah a few days ago i think a couple two or three days ago let's say monday yeah probably friday saturday so for the weekend like before, you know at so on friday so mm-hmm. this could have come out on friday we all knew why you know uh she deactivated her account and then they announced who's gonna gonna host you after the final rose that could have come out then you know as a little bit of a package mm-hmm. situation like not only are we standing by racial and but look who's hosting mm-hmm. our after the final rose mm-hmm. but no you put it an hour before you air why mm-hmm. why on monday 
why on Monday after hours, you know, after, you know, business hours? Yeah, I don't know. It's just all very bizarre. You would think they would want, I don't know, you would think they would want more media outlets to talk about this or whatever, and uh, this particularly, because clearly they've been trying to suppress, you know, news about, Mm-hmm. Or they try to in the beginning. At some point, they couldn't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's too much. But um, I feel like in the beginning they didn't want media talking about the whole Chris Harrison interview thing. And then, but now you would think that they would want everybody talking about this statement because, oh, look, we're moving. There, we're moving forward. We're there. We're we're on the right side of things. We're supportive of Rachel and Lindsay. Good versus bad. You know, look what we're doing and. But do are they still that afraid of their typical original demographic? Yeah, I don't I, know. I like, guess. are you that scared of you? Never mind. And also, I mean, I'm sure we could look this up. But who is the executive producer? So why is this so? Why does it need to be so blanket? Like, it could have been. It, that could mean anyone. Well, I know Michael Fleiss is one of them, right? He's yeah, the well, creator. Yeah, he's so. the yeah he's the OG there. You know. Let's see. Oh, that's funny. I don't know if this is true, uh, but someone's commenting that they posted about Sean Lowe's dog dying before defending Rachel Lindsay. <laughs> Jesus. Are you serious? <laughs> Are oh, you serious? I, so Sean Lowe's dog just died a few days ago or something? Or I, I guess. I, I wouldn't know where to look for that, honestly. But RIP to the doggo. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All respects and all love to the dogs. <laughs> but uh, damn. That's, uh, did you, you know, I, I, I was listening to an episode by two black girls, one rose yeah, and they mentioned something about Sean Lowe and how he ain't shit because, um, he, but I can't, I, I want to hear it for myself. Something along the lines of him defending Chris Harrison after that interview, mm. but, um, or, or. Not so much defending him the way that Chris Harrison defended Rachel Kirkconnell and her racist actions, mm-hmm. but kind of, you know, I guess showing grace and compassion for mm-hmm. Chris Harrison mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I don't know, but I don't, I think it was either a story that disappeared within 24 hours or he deleted the post, but it's probably a story that's long gone. Right. I don't know if I'd be able to find that somewhere. Um, but I'm curious. Yeah, Sean is uh, has always come off to me as a company company man. <laughs> yeah, and he is the only. I think he's the only bachelor who's still with his final rose pick. Oh, nice. Because um, Jason Mesnick, I think is his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still with Molly, but Molly didn't get the final rose. They Ooh. ended up together Drama. after the final rose. Not to go on a tangent, but anyway. On some Ari shit. Point is, Sean Lowe is, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Jason was the first one to do that. Ooh, innovator. Yeah, he's the one they always show at the top, of, um, like the second story of what looks like a castle or something or some kind of balcony, and he's crying. <laughs> they always show him. <laughs> they always show him doing that really uh, good cry. Sure, sure. The dark hair. Anyway. Yeah, he. By the way, uh, they also posted it on the Bachelor ABC page thirteen minutes ago. Okay. Which I was I was just because I was just about to say like oh but they they posted on their actual show page, uh and they did they did I I can't call them out on that anymore. Oh, because what page? What did, had you seen it? Bachelor on the... Nation. 
Oh. Which is their like official community page. Yeah, but you know? they also post it on the Bachelor ABC page. But there's the, the Bachelor ABC page, which okay. is their actual, you know, promo. 13 minutes ago? Previous. Yeah. The other one was an hour ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I Googled uh, Bachelor executive producers. And the only one that really came up was Mike Fleiss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it comes up as the bachelor executive producer, but then there's people also search for, and a bunch of random names under there. And I don't know if that means that they are also producers or, or they're probably producers, but not executive producers. Is he the, is he the only executive producer? Well, according to Wikipedia, he is the only executive producer. Holy. <laughs> that is too much power for one man. No one man should yeah. have all, all that, that power. power. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's very interesting. So they put out a statement in support. Well, okay, about that. You know, this is moving at a glacial pace, but I'm I'm so hopeful. I used to be such a positive, hopeful person. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get in touch with that person again. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm um I'm very hopeful that eventually, you know, we're in a better world and bachelor is you know goes in the right direction Mm -hmm. so far so good because you know firsthand how happy i was yeah this week when they officially announced not that they officially announced he officially announced before Mm -hmm. anyone else yeah the um chosen new host of after the final rose yeah so far you know it, it is to be seen if Chris Harrison comes back or who hosts future Bachelor seasons. But I'm very hopeful yeah. that this After the Final Rose episode serves as an audition yeah. and a successful one at that because mm-hmm. Emmanuel Acho yep. will be the host of After the Final Rose. Very hype. Former NFL player, host of uncomfortable conversations with a black man sports psychology major sports psychology major yeah, cool. that's, that's what his master's was on oh, that's i believe dope. yeah and author yeah. of uncomfortable yeah. published bestseller yes yeah he's i'm hype yep he is credentialed i am this. so excited Absolutely. because he was the next best option in my opinion to rachel Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And he may be as good or better than Rachel Lindsay. Who knows? But I was super, I really wanted Rachel Lindsay and she's a woman. Yeah. I feel like there still should be a woman, a co-host, yeah. a female co-host. Uh, yeah. I would like to see that still. But whatever. I will take <laughs> this because I am so happy. He is um, super qualified, beyond qualified and the best decision they can make to, t- to let us know what direction they want to go in. Yeah where they stand mm-hmm. in all these issues sure. yeah. you know this is what i wanted from them yeah. um because you know i've been disappointed over the years in bachelor yeah um but but that doesn't mean i don't want them to do better <laughs> right yeah so this is a great step and um yeah like i hope that they bring Chris Harrison on to have an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation with yeah. Emmanuel Acho. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I, I, I like him a lot there. Um, the, the, what I like the most is, is something that I, I'm surprised that they did, which is go outside of the franchise mm-hmm. to pick someone. 
Well, I'm uh, not super surprised about that, actually. I, I am still. I am still. Um, in a good way, I'm pleasantly surprised. Because yeah. I, when we talked uh, last time about like who we wanted. Mike Johnson, Becca yeah, Kufrin. Yeah, we good. like Mike Johnson. We like Becca Kufrin. But ideally, I always wanted someone outside of the franchise. I, I, I think it's a time for a clean break. You know, Matt James yeah. is a good start as a, you know, uninitiated mm-hmm. yeah. bachelor. Yeah. So might as well Definitely. just get new hosts in there. Let's really change the stuff up. And I should um, add that um, Jody Baskerville is uh, the Bachelor co-executive producer. Co-executive producer. She doesn't get a mention on Wikipedia for whatever reason. And, you know. And, and, but she's the only other executive producer? Singular. Okay. Jody <laughs> like what? Baskerville. Okay. Black woman. Uh she's been working with the show for about eight, eight years now. Eight years. And I don't know at what point she got uh promoted, but um I'm trying to check on LinkedIn. It's not it's it's forcing me to sign in. I don't want to sign in. <laughs> anyway, but uh but but she is probably someone you can point at and, and see the mm-hmm. why a Matt James, the why a Tasha Adams and uh. If she's been there for eight years, it's a maybe, but it's a big assumption. I well, think the why is Rachel Lindsay. Up, but if you're coming up as a as an AP, and then you're you're coming up as a, oh, so a she hasn't been co executive producer no, for all eight no, years. No, 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 no. Oh, she's worked with the franchise for the past eight years mm-hmm. and has moved her way up, and now she's a co executive producer. Yeah. Damn. She, Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. That I, doesn't I, happen often. I, again, I, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to see this one this one article that I could see on her. Um you know, see how long she's been uh, in that position. Uh it's not very clear. Um but um yeah, I mean I, I'm sure you can point at someone like her as making a lot of uh or at least nudging the show in the right direction. Mm, nice. You know, maybe not Good. Because obviously she's not the singular executive producer, mm-hmm. um, but you can see her as someone who's been nudging the show in yeah. this other direction this okay. past year, at least. Well, yeah, I was definitely happy about Matt James being brought in as a fresh face, as a new a lead who hasn't been on the show before. Mm-hmm. I, however, liked the idea of the new host mm-hmm. being two hosts being a co-host who have been on the bachelor and bachelorette because I wanted, um, I think that the host should, it would be helpful for the host to be someone who's been in their shoes before. But Mm -hmm. then again, Chris Harrison doesn't do too much anyway. So I guess it doesn't (laughs) matter all that much, but, um, I wasn't surprised because I had seen some of the people that were in the running and I was so unhappy with those, yeah. selections i was like what no come on like it's just people who have been doing these certain jobs like whether it's with good morning america or yeah i don't remember if it's the view or one of those other shows or uh, you know hosts like that who are older and who are very t- in my from my perspective what i've seen some of them are very um uh like non uh, they don't they don't ruffle any feathers yeah, people type pleasing. of thing people yeah. pleasers yeah. uh one of them was um um the most recent one that that someone put out oh it looks like it might be him was michael strahan mm-hmm. and eh, 
I, I wasn't excited about that. Yeah. I thought, oh, he's just going to like say whatever bare minimum thing. Like I, f- I felt yeah, like they would be hiring, yeah. hiring him because he's a, because he's black Yeah. as a, you know, as like filling a, you know, just as a token. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like I maybe, oh, look, okay. We replaced Chris Harrison with a black man. Are we, do, are we doing good? Yeah. We're do doing we, good, do, right? Do we look the part? Do we look the part now? You know, yeah. like, uh, and, and I feel like Michael Strahan maybe wouldn't have said much more than, you know, mm-hmm. we don't condone here. We want to move forward with a more diverse blah, blah, blah. And, you know, be progressive and yada, yada and whatever. And then move on and do the same old things that they've done in the past or, yeah. or do the same exact role that Chris Harrison used to do. Yeah. Whereas Emmanuel Acho, he can actually bring what he's been bringing on his YouTube channel and in his book. One would hope so. I would hope. I mean, he, he definitely has the weight and the perspective that is right. And mind you, they also feel a comfort in a guy like Emmanuel Acho who, you know, if you look at his YouTube show and if you look at, I mean, I haven't read his book, but his whole deal is taking this perspective of let's acknowledge that there's an actual systemic problem, but let's also serve as a bridge. Let's also yeah. let this conversation serve as a bridge, which, you know, some militant, some some more militant activists will disagree with that perspective. Uh, he has more of a... Um, I mean, Jesus, what a comparison, but more of a Martin Luther King approach mm. where he's like, let's work with the system, not against it. Whereas you see a Malcolm X is like, no, burn the whole thing down. Yeesh. So so okay. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they say there's a comfort. I mean, and in his statement, I think he outright says, I want to be a bridge to those divisions. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to find a way to have us working together again, you know, or or however you want to phrase it. But there is a sense of comfort in someone like ABC saying yeah. like, okay, he's, he says all the right things for the ones that are looking for it. Mm-hmm. But he, he also does takes his perspective of like, he's not going to go on TV and said, kill the white people, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I think there's a, there's a, there's a pretty comfortable space that he can put them in of like, Hey, I will speak truth to power, but I will mm-hmm. not advocate against your system so well okay so that's the way you're putting it is a little um worrisome to me because there is a lot wrong with the system that needs to completely change which is why i'm like cautiously optimistic yeah it's like i i like him i like what he's doing i'm very happy for him get that bag absolutely Mm -hmm. uh and hopefully this after the final roast turns into more of this type of work for him Mm -hmm. uh because I'm, i'm i'm a big fan yeah but i also have to understand that they're, they are going to want him to be a little bit more company friendly. Yeah. And, but what I worry is that, um, he might say being a bridge implies that you have both sides seeing mm-hmm. things from both, both people's perspectives. There are both sides yeah. being in each other's shoes, yeah. which is an important thing to do in our world. Yeah. Empathy. <laughs> but also certain p- the people who, who are so set in their ways and are so conditioned in their whiteness and in white supremacy are only going to hold on to the see, like, see, I'm not completely in the wrong. Like if, if, uh, I don't know, it might just be a, 
time will tell. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It, I, I hope that it's not apologetic. Um, but I don't, I, I don't think he'll let it. Yeah, no, I, I, I will hope, I will hope that this is all is, uh, it's all steps. Like it's all going to be steps and it's going to be steps for the next, you know, two, three, four years. Like I noticed in one of, um, his videos where he sat with, um, I think it's, it was the one with Rachel Lindsay and Brian Abasolo. Mm hmm. And her husband and another couple. I don't remember their names. Yeah, Lindsay Vaughn and the other. Her, and her husband. Her husband, who I think plays for the doubles. I yeah. Think, I think. And so Lindsay, wasn't it Lindsay Vaughn? Mm-hmm. So she's white. Yeah, she was an Olympic skier, I think. Oh, okay. Something to that extent, yeah. Or gymnast. No, she was, she was a. Oh, I thought I heard him say something about gymnast or something. Okay. So Lindsay Vaughn is white. Mm-hmm. married to a black man yep. at one point she said something along the lines of i don't see color <laughs> yeah and i was waiting yeah. for him to like give a lesson on why you should see color <laughs> of why not seeing color or saying you don't see color is yeah. wrong and he didn't and i don't know if there's an extended version or if maybe they did off camera but um i was wondering why he didn't go why didn't he touch on that why didn't he go into another conversation regarding Mm -hmm. how that statement is wrong about not seeing color yeah um but again i'm still excited and hopeful and i and i hope that it goes as well as it can go and and that it's you know what we need to move forward and and for everyone and to be better and i hope for his sake that he's able to take the licks that are going to come from him showing up on tv yeah because there there, there probably is already yeah know, I'm sure. um you know harassment going yeah you know, coming his way racism coming his way i bet rachel gave rachel Lindsay gave him a heads up though heads up and blessing because i I, yeah. I think you mentioned that she suggested him yeah and uh yeah so i'm sure They're she you know, I'm sure she's like, I want to be so done with this franchise, mm-hmm. but she will have to serve as a bit of a mentor to him mm-hmm. in navigating this uh, franchise and community. I'm sure she'll be happy to do that yeah. as a friend sure, sure. And, and as a good person, mm-hmm. but she's not going to want to be tied to the franchise anymore. Yeah. Um, oh, bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I really really send all of my love and the little positive energy that i have to them (laughs) (laughs) the good vibes whatever good vibes i can find i send to them because they have had to put up with so much rachel and in particular and manuel probably will have to yeah but um i do not envy their jobs i don't either and i and i i wish them peace and happiness because poof yeah ignorance is bliss in the sense of uh of uh not being on social media ignorance as to what's going on (laughs) i was just that came to mind because rachel Lindsay deactivated her instagram and i was thinking i would be so much happier if i just deleted all of my social media accounts and never looked at my phone Mm -hmm. i'd be so much more at peace and clear-minded if there was a platform that we could put this podcast out on that didn't require constant presence and you know for yeah. the algorithm and engagement yeah. i would gladly take that option for those of you listening if you haven't noticed um <laughs> our instagram page uh yeah it could uh definitely for standards of other instagram pages that that uh 
uh, market themselves very well. Yeah. I, I, we, we work together, but we still don't. <laughs> I hate posting on social media, yeah. which is a problem. Listen, there's for, people that have the bandwidth to be constantly on social yeah. media and posting and interacting and all that. I am not one of those people. Me I neither. Am, <laughs> I am actively against social media. Not a good combination so, if we want people to find our podcast. Yeah, and, and not a good combination when you want to be up to date with everything that's happened because that a lot of it too. happens through social media. Yep. We would not be talking about this were not for social media. Exactly. You know, I mean, I could personally take a step back um, and kind of digest everything through like Reddit. You know, Reddit is a good social media f- for me yeah uh but you know instagram is exhausting like it's just exhausting and like you said like everyone in bachelor nation you can't possibly keep up with everything that's happening Mm -mm, no way but um it's too much yeah well so uh last week's was hometown serena p sent matt home and now it's after the final i mean uh wilmington all (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean okay so really quick real quick um michelle's date adorable my favorite yeah as yeah. a former basketball player myself yeah. i'm so biased and i love her and i wish i could go play basketball with yeah. them yeah and her parents are adorable they're all nice and and like so chill cute. and and you know her her students you know whoever could make <gasps> it on camera so cute. they were on screen grilling matt you yeah. know <laughs> and uh it was it was fun it was nice the thought of him not pegging her makes me so angry though because they are on paper so perfect together oh i mean listen watching this episode um same as last week same as probably this week same same as up until we're done with this whole thing it all has this cloud of like oh you could have done so much better yeah because you know we we suspect what we suspect i'm not gonna say no what we know we don't can't know for sure but we are Um, pretty damn and then you know there's this air of like oh man like so it's so clear Mm -hmm. who you should be with Mm -hmm. and you don't want to tell anyone who they should be with be with but you can see it you can you can definitely see it um anyway so that's michelle very nice yeah got a rose you know and she's so sure about him too it made me sorry not to dwell on it but like i got all emotional because i'm like so much felt about my boo (laughs) who is he oh whoops (laughs) 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 i was so sure about you and i'm so so sure about you and it's such a nice such a good feeling when when you feel that way about someone you know so i feel for her if in the end it's not her she's gonna be so broken i mean it's rare i mean you could be sure about someone but maybe they're not right for you like you could be right for them it's like it's that kind of her case is definitely different from ours (laughs) yeah (laughs) i had reassurance from you (laughs) oh yeah no we and no other women around (laughs) we were very clear minded and and viewed and oh we're supposed to be together but that's rare that's a rare thing you don't see that out there a lot people that just find each other and you know like they know that they're supposed to be together yeah and while i love you more (laughs) And while Michelle is super sure about Matt, Matt is super sure about Rachel. Probably. So Rachel has a date too, and Mm -hmm. they jump off of a plane. And she face plants into the earth. She craters the freaking yard. (laughs) It was brutal. I don't know how that woman is not dead. (laughs) I 
don't know how I'm still not laughing about it because I laughed a lot. Oh my, only because we know she's okay. But yes. Oh, oh no, my I God. would have laughed anyway. <laughs> I'm up, sorry. Shut up. It's a objectively funny <laughs> thing. He doesn't mean thing. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was hilarious. They wouldn't I mean, air she, it if she wasn't okay. She didn't even point. break a bone. Like, wow, that was a hard fall. And no, she just busted her hair, but then they fixed it up and she was good. It was so funny how grass. one shot, oh. she, she had grass in her hair. It looked like a freaking bird's nest. And then all of a sudden in the next shot, it was perfect. So beautifully <laughs> blow dried, like the whole thing. It was brand new, except, you know, she still has a few little, little uh, crumbles of dirt. And but, then she's the one comforting Matt when she's just the one who just fell from the earth, from the <laughs> sky. And he's like, oh, I thought I thought I could lose. It made me think of how I could lose you and blah, blah, blah. blah. And she's like, oh, I think. Mm-hmm. Sucker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, and it's, it is kind of funny to me that it was her idea and she's the one that yeah. plummeted <laughs> to earth. But also... These hometowns, it's so stupid. I mean, I love Tasha's season where they actually made it. They were forced like they to connect, talk. <laughs> well, that, but also they connected their their hometown date, especially the, mainly the day portion. It made more sense. They connected yeah. to how it would be like in their actual hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, does like Rachel go skydiving every weekend where she lives or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird choice. It was a very weird choice. And it was purely producer chosen. Like, yeah. let's do something crazy fun for you guys. To yeah, and it's like, and, and then you know, you move on to feeling. you move on to Bree, who apparently likes to off road jeeps on her, in her spare time. That's what she said. She actually said that. So like every now and then I like to, or whether it was every now and then now or growing up, we used here's to like the, off-roading. Here's the thing with that logic. The producers told her to say that. Well, that, but <laughs> also because if that were the case, you're going to tell me that Serena spends her free time obsessing about Canadian <laughs> trivia. See, that was the only date that actually, uh, well, Michelle, Michelle's was similar well it's not like it he, he wouldn't see her students on a regular basis yeah. it's just she's giving him a taste of her job and then the whole bike riding thing okay so they like to she likes to bike ride and then playing basketball with her parents okay that's like a taste of she, was the, she was the one that but, was more personality filled or i mean like who are you really who are you, you? are an educator yeah. and you like to yeah. also center yourself with some bike rides you used to play basketball so that's mm-hmm. part of who you are mm-hmm. like so, but Serena Pease is the only one that was actually themed with yeah, her hometown why? being Canada. But it was so corny. It's like that's her whole it, personality. It's She's not, Canada. But she actually shows her personality more than anyone else. She just naturally. Does. That's what's the miracle about yeah. anything to do with Serena. So you wouldn't know. I mean, what do you know about her? She's Canadian. <laughs> I mean, if you just watch the show on mute, you know. That's true. She's Canadian. That's all you That's know. That's all about you her. really know. You That's have no true. idea that she's funny as hell. That she's, you know, she she's snarky. Like she, yeah. She she likes to like jab a lot. Like, but yeah. But at least it was. But it, yeah, I was gonna say at least it's themed um, as. A, <laughs> I can't even actually. I can't even say hometown, home country. It's all like yeah, Canada exactly. this and Canada that, Canada that. But it's so corny and generic. Yeah. So really, I I, I take back my words. Yeah. It was who, a who is she? Canada. Garbage. In hockey. Hometown date. In hockey. Really, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Maple syrup. <laughs> 
can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So we were still on Breeze, right? Because Serena was last. Okay. Oh, so I don't care anymore. But Breeze, sorry. Yeah, the off-roading. No, but I want to mention one part because oh. oh, my favorite. Oh, so oh I'm it's sorry. It's a kind of, if I were mom, this is how I would mom. Oh, yeah. I would say, yeah, yeah, well, worst case scenario, we mend a broken heart together. That is true. That you was know? the sweetest part of the episode. Oh that's exactly what that's all you can say you shouldn't say oh it's all gonna be okay no no, no. It's, like it's you're a, gonna be brokenhearted, but i will be here for you i, I liked her mom she reminded me, me of like a, like a good witch you know <laughs> like a benevolent witch like chaotic good you know oh chaotic good yeah, yeah like like uh like if 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 agnes on one division were a good guy were a good person It'd be like her. It would be her. <laughs> like you can tell, like she's sassy. She's kind of like sizing you up the whole time. Uh -huh. But she means well. Yeah, yeah. She's just gonna give you a hard time yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I liked her a lot too. <laughs> yeah. And Bree's bestie is, is also named Bree. Okay. A lot of personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Serena, it was just the oh, I saw so many memes of how this is the worst looking poutine i've ever seen in my life it was nasty it did look nasty it looked like dale gravy on top of something Blah. resembling fries yeah that's what it looked like it was nasty and i mean bless mart uh mart bless matt like <laughs> his heart like she he kind of like um he, 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 was, a good, the, he was a good she went with it. it too and she just went with it all i mean but she grows up eating that stuff like she knows what bad is you know it, it it's a leftover thing. Like you eat leftover pizza. It looks nasty, but you eat it, you know, I guess it's all dried but up. But for all we know, she thought it was disgusting too and just didn't show <laughs> it to us anyway. Um, so her family portion. Oh yeah. They could tell that mm -hmm. she wasn't into him. His, uh, her, sister her sister was like, yeah. you don't look smitten. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you I noticed don't. that too. <laughs> We've been saying this. We've been saying that. She won't listen to us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This um, TV is broken. I, I think. think so. They can't hear us on our side. <laughs> um, so she she's, doesn't look smitten. And, and yeah, like Serena, she's, she's unsure. It's all moving too fast. But do you think that so if if let's say all this in the end matt's single and he tries to get back with serena p do you really think serena p would now get back like give it another try do you think it's because it all moved too fast that she wasn't feeling it or do you think she wasn't feeling it because she wasn't feeling it do you think that she thinks he's on her level no I don't think so no, either. No, 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 no. But I do think that she um, she is willing to explore the possibility outside of cameras, outside of all the lights and the okay. time constraints. Yeah. I think she's willing to explore it yeah. at least. Um, for at least, for, yeah, give because it a chance. I do think that there's things about Matt that she likes, but it was just the combination of, you know, 20-something other women the time limit two months i have to get engaged by the end of this yeah i don't know i like you but not i don't like it like that i also think there are things about him that she doesn't like and i don't remember who used this term Ugh, i don't remember where i saw or heard this but someone called it like the ick factor or something like that 
<laughs> so do you remember their one-on-one, their second one-on-one where they did the tantric yoga? Oh, yeah. She and hated he it, yeah. tried to kiss her. And then she uh, like, and she did this little thing with her tongue. Yeah, she kind of like, like tucked her head tucked back. Away, and, and then almost went back forward, but he had already tucked away because well, she did. It was so awkward. He's too PDA, too uh, But she actually physical. looked kind of like icked out. Like she didn't want to kiss him. I think she was just thrown off by the whole situation. Probably. Probably. Know? And it's, it's a a tough situation to be yeah. comfortable in that's true it's but i do still think cameras, that there's things about him she doesn't like oh well, i mean it, well the thing about matt he's attractive he's tall he's smart he does and says a lot of the right things to me he's just a more handsome oj i, I just his he's too <laughs> willing to please people to please both sides of the aisle yeah and when you're pleasing both sides you're trying to please one side more than the other yeah. Well, in his defense, he's in a very, very tough well, position. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's but, just, it's yeah. not his fault no, per se. Yeah. It's just the situation that he's in. Yeah. Puts him in a position to maybe someone like a Serena P might not find him as attractive. Whereas outside of the cameras, she might like him. Maybe. He's he's a dork. He's funny. He's he's nice. But you yeah. don't see that on the show. <laughs> So she sends him home. She did. She she limoed him. <laughs> it's like um. She walked him will, out. Will you will you walk me out? I, I I would normally walk. You know, say I'll walk you out. But yeah, uh, he was so thrown by the whole thing. I loved it though. I loved it. I think he he kind of saw the humor in it though. Oh, <laughs> he almost yeah. laughed a little. I think. Yeah. Like where he walked me out, and he kind of laughed a little. I mean, but he can't feel that bad. He still has Rachel um i know but oh. um but i'm sure for the moment for like that for like a solid minute he's like wait is that allowed is that <laughs> is that okay wait, is that i'm legal? supposed to dump you yeah so he's, he was saying like oh it's weird like i'm yeah. not i mean other women have self-eliminated but it's hometowns week so yeah. you would think that at this point nobody well, I mean, wants to self-eliminate but we did have that last season yeah but he's he's a newbie at this he doesn't know that's true <laughs> But I'm saying, like, it's not inconceivable. Yeah. So there are three roses and three women. And we don't know if he gave them out in any particular order, but Brie feels a way about and, getting the last and rose. I, and I get it because she's the her. next one out. I, I would be in denial, that. though, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, he saved the best for last. <laughs> That's some Victoria type <laughs> mindset. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Don't put me in the same uh, category. I, I said what I said. <laughs> no, but uh, it's it, what is interesting is that he did feel a way about Serena dropping him um, yeah. because he does do this little speech of like, hey, if you're here, we're here for one reason and one reason only. We're going to get engaged at the end of this. Be real sure about accepting this rose. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was he was hurt. He was hurt. He was like, if you're not sure, <laughs> like just he, go now. He's a, he doesn't miss Serena, but he is hurt at the prospect of like, hey, if I yeah. picked you you don't get to drop me. We both know what this is for. <laughs> but I think he also, with good reason, is like, okay, we've come this far. Like, yeah. if you're not sure, don't waste my time. It because then I could yeah. I could put more quality time in yes. with a, another person that I'm serious about. Yeah. You know, like, at this point, I could see any of you as my wife. So, you know, don't waste my time and my potential wife's time if you're not, if you're going to mm -hmm. end up going home. Yeah. If you feel like I'm wasting your time, don't waste mine. Yeah. 
All right. So we are, uh, we've been missing the, we've missed the first half hour of the women tell all <laughs> that it's recording. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll, I'm we're starving. missing. I'm sure we're missing a lot. Yeah. I'm starving. I'm too. so hungry. We gotta stop doing this at dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, life, like, let me, get me a winning lottery ticket and then I will create a, a, a routine for myself. No, I'm, I'm going to turn you into a, a sugar mama. You're going to take care of me. Excuse you? I, I said what I said. I am not built to work that much. I need my space to create, baby. <laughs> I need my space to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, we will be back to talk about the women till all. Probably, hopefully, let me not jinx it. Knock on wood. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know the vibes um, at Pedals and Thorns XO. Mm-hmm. Find us, harass us. <laughs> No. Oh, wait, no. We cannot be using that word this week. That is true. In that Sorry. way. Do not uh, harass us. Do not. Actually, yeah. Don't, and don't even stop harassing me. Rachel Lindsay if you're listening to yeah, this like, and harassing her. Probably just, not. Just follow us there and you'll know when the new episodes come out. Don't expect a lot of conversation, but, you know, we're there. Trying. We're trying. We're trying. I want to be more engaged, but also, ugh, social media just. Ugh. It's not you, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, till next time. No bemo. Bye. Bye.